Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did? On this pod, we are all about some serious millennial real talk and diving into those uncomfortable topics we've been conditioned to believe we just shouldn't talk about. I'm your host, Allison, and right now, when I look around, I see so many millennials trying to navigate these big life transitions. And well, if that isn't you, maybe you just have this gut feeling that it's time to pivot, but you're standing in your own way because you just don't know where to start. Maybe this isn't what you want to hear, but successfully navigating any big life change starts with putting in the work to learn about yourself. If you want to level up in life, it starts with learning to be self-aware and building those life skills that we simply weren't taught in the classroom. So are you committed to doing the uncomfortable growth work? Well, if that was a hell yes, then grab some coffee and let's get ready to dive right in. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of But What If You Did? I'm your host, Allison, and I'm so excited that you decided to come hang with me for a bit today. So this month, we've been talking about spring cleaning, and to wrap up the month, this episode is really going to be no exception to our spring cleaning our lives, but this one, I'm going to focus a little bit more on the growth season that I'm currently navigating that I didn't realize I was navigating, Um, and it honestly took one of you guys pointing it out to me before I could see it in myself. And that was a big learning opportunity for me. So I'm hoping that by sharing what I'm going through in live time, it'll help you see it in yourself, help you feel less alone, help you see that this community is there to support each other and to hold each other accountable and to really help each other get back on track when things do feel a little bit messy. So I think that for me, as somebody who you know, started a podcast about growth seasons and transitions, I didn't expect it to be as hard to recognize when I was navigating one myself as it was. Um, And I think some of that is it just feels easier to see it in someone else when they're going through a growth season. Whereas like when we are personally navigating it, we look for every excuse possible as to why we feel a certain way about something. And the last thing on our minds is simply because we're growing. So let's talk about what I think a growth season can or does feel like, or at least this is what it has felt like to me and why I didn't recognize that it was a growth spurt in a way. Um, So I was noticing that I just had a lack of clarity around everything. Like my goals felt foggy, um, my why felt foggy, just wasn't really sure what direction I wanted to go next. I have a lot of ideas. My mind is just racing with ideas and I feel like I can't turn my mind off. Um, I noticed I was getting really caught up in other people's advice, suggestions, opinions, thought, information overload, consuming, 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 but not taking action on anything I was consuming. If that resonates with you, I know a lot of us can get really um, bogged down in the social media spiral. Um, I just had this gut feeling that I was ready for more, and but I can't seem to define more and what that is. But I know that I want more. I just don't know exactly what that looks like yet. Um, I started to really notice these physical signs of stress. So changes in my sleep patterns, not sleeping as well. Like I am an excellent sleeper. I love sleep. Um, And I know not every millennial can relate to that, but um, I'm not normally someone that has trouble sleeping. So me having trouble sleeping is a red flag for me. Um, I've been getting a lot of canker sores, which is also not normal for me. Um, I was noticing I had a lot of back and neck tension that was so bad that it was stopping me from being able to work out. 
And I am a person that thrives off of my morning workouts. So for me to just kind of want to abandon that altogether was also um, a noticeable change for me. I noticed I was dealing a lot of emotional stress and feeling more withdrawn from a lot of friends um, and just mental stress in general, like skipping parts of my routine that generally make me feel good. I feel like I had this like really strong like mental fatigue and I was even really kind of noticing this like shift in language and just that I was using less supportive self-talk with myself. Um, why I think that this can be really hard for us to identify, um, especially millennials, is that we, we are so pre-programmed to, as humans to search for evidence to confirm what we believe to be true. So all of these things were happening and I was noticing them, but I was looking for ways to justify why I was feeling that way. And I'll tell you, growing pains, because that's what this truly is, wasn't something I was looking for. And it's not something I was looking for evidence of. And therefore, I was attributing all of these other things to, oh, this thing that happened at work or this thing that happened in my personal life or this thing. When really, this was my body trying to tell me, whoa, you're going through something and you got to slow down, right? So it really, honestly, took a coworker that listens to the podcast pointing it out to me for me to realize how much of a growth season I am currently trying to navigate myself. So to tie this back to our spring cleaning, I truly was seeing the signs of you know turmoil in my life and stress in my life and just sweeping them under the rug. And that's not healthy. When I do that, I'm burying a lot of baggage and I'm not addressing it. And eventually, over time, that's going to continue to weigh me down. And that's not how I live into my potential. And that is not how I become the best version of myself. So if you can relate to that, I want you to pay close attention, maybe grab a notebook, maybe come back to this podcast episode later, take some notes, put this in a place that is easy for you to access and refer back to, um, because we're going to navigate a lot of growth seasons in life, and you're going to need this information over and over and over again until navigating growth and transitions starts to feel second nature. Why? Because you've proven to yourself that you're going to get through it and you're going to survive and you're going to come out on top. So I started by asking myself one of my favorite, but what if questions? And that was, but what if I stopped ignoring how I'm feeling and choose to really sit in this discomfort while making a conscious effort to confront this really important growth season head on? But I needed to understand what that would look like for myself and honestly, what that would feel like. Um, sometimes I think we want to, you know, just be like, oh, visualize what this is going to look like. But we need to also internalize what growth feels like <laughs> because it doesn't feel good. And that's when we start to run away from it, right? So what I learned through all of this is that working through the messy stuff for as hard as it is, it really does actually help. Um, so yeah. So quick backstory on this growth season that I'm sitting in right now. Right now, I am in a position with my corporate job where I'm wrapping up on a project that has lasted almost four years. And for a lot of you, that probably feels crazy, but um, it's be it's I literally could have gotten a college degree in the amount of time that I've been on this project. And well, 
I did. I did my entire master's degree while working on this project. Um, And it's become such a part of who I am that it feels crazy to be like moving past it and moving on. At the same time, I had this eight-month furlough from my corporate job in the middle of all of this where I did something that was not on my roadmap and I started this podcast and I became really passionate about helping millennials to step into their purpose outside of um, their normal nine to five jobs, right? And to really figure out what those growth and transition seasons mean for them. And I have so many ideas of how to build this community beyond this podcast and I'm ready to make that happen. But I'm at this point where I am not at a sustainable income level to make that happen in this moment right now when I'm recording this podcast, but I will be eventually. And I'm at this crossroads of, do I keep pushing to hold on to this corporate job that I hate, that is draining me and wearing me into the ground and not bringing out the best side of myself? Or do I take a leap of faith and just go full in on this entrepreneurial journey and see where it takes me. Um, And I'm very much an all or nothing person, which is why I feel like I'm at a crossroads when really there's probably a middle ground to all of this. And I just haven't really figured out what that middle ground is for me yet. So anyways, now that I've kind of set the scene a little bit, I want to dive into what I've been doing in the past week to kind of help myself sort through what this growth season looks like, what I need, um, how I can shift what I'm currently experiencing, and yeah, just a lot of different things. So five days ago, I started by journaling. And the reason that I always recommend that you start with journaling is I know for me, like I can have all of these thoughts swirling and swirling and swirling in my head, but until I put them down on paper and like legitimately see them, it's really hard for me to internalize what they're what they mean because I I have to see them, read them, say them out loud before I can fully comprehend and internalize what they mean, right? So for five days, I made it a conscious effort and literally set alarms in my phone to journal for 15 minutes every morning and to journal for 15 minutes every night right before bed, where I literally just brain dumped everything that was swirling in my brain on paper. Um, And while journaling, I made a conscious effort to really try to remember and notate any times that throughout the day that I found myself consciously um, spiraling. So like I recognized that my thoughts were spiraling, maybe not in the best way, maybe a little bit more with negative uh, self-talk mindset. Um, And I wanted to really notate like what I was doing when that happened, maybe who I was talking to, what the topic of our conversation was where I was, like really setting the scene for myself so that I could identify if there were common themes or people or events that were popping up over and over again. And whether that was at work or in my personal life or just friends, people, acquaintances that were causing me to feel stressed or in a really like negative headspace or that type of thing. So after the five days, I went through my journal entries and I pulled out what my pain points were, like the things that were specifically causing me stress, overwhelm, and anxiety. Um, And once I could identify where I was at, I needed to reground myself. Um, 
I've realized that when I'm struggling to move forward, it's usually because I feel out of alignment with my values. And if I'm not aligned with my why or my goals, it's sometimes that's because my environment has shifted and the goal just needs to adapt. Um, And other times it's a little bit more than that. But the best way for me to figure this out is to get it all down on paper, reground myself, really focus back in on the basics. So I needed to take some time to really focus in on my why and maybe to some extent identify better goals that would suit me better in this current season of life. A lot has changed in the last six months for me and my world around me is changing so rapidly every week, just like it is for all of you. So if you feel like you're alone and like your world is the only one that's changing so rapidly still, I assure you that you are not. We are all feeling this as a generation right now, that our worlds are still just constantly changing and we are constantly having to adapt and change and grow and adapt and change and grow. And The good news is, is our resilience muscle is just getting stronger every time this happens. But the bad news is, is it can be really mentally taxing on us and it can be really hard to just live this cycle over and over again. So some of the best advice that I've ever been given is to focus on my why and the how will figure itself out. And I think the problem is that sometimes we think we're really super clear on our why only to find out later that our why just isn't strong enough to beat out our excuses. And so this for me is one of those like self-awareness moments where those self-awareness skills that we work so hard on every week on this podcast come into play. So when I find myself acting out of alignment with my why, chances are it's because I need to rebaseline. And I imagine that you can probably relate to that a little bit, right? You need to do the work to put clarity around your why because until you have that clear why, you're not going to be able to stay on track. And sometimes your why is going to change or it's going to shift or it's going to need to adapt. And sometimes you do have to stop, realize that it's not working for you, go back to the beginning, go through that exercise all over again, re-baseline yourself, and then move forward, right? So after that, I knew that I needed to identify what I needed aka what type of support do I need in this moment to feel supported moving forward? And for me, specifically in relation to this pivotal moment that I'm at, I know I need the support of my partner. I feel like I need a coach because I'm really struggling with that. Like I need that like life and business mentor figure, right? That person that's been there, done that, that's a little bit ahead of me and it's going to help me figure out and put some clarity around what decision I need to be focused on and making. I need a financial plan because money is a pain point for me and something that I always struggle with and it's a big limiting belief for me, right? So I need to know that I have a financial plan. Um, I need my entrepreneurial small group of friends (laughs) that have been there, done that, Um, because they're my like guiding light in this like stepping into this entrepreneurial world part. I know that I need some clear boundaries and I need accountability. And whether that's through a coach slash mentor or whether that's through my partner, I need to know that I'm going to have accountability for what I'm setting out to do. So the next thing I want to do and did do was check my environment and my circle of influence. Does the way that my environment and support system are structured support me leveling up in life? 
right now? Yes, I feel like it does. But if the answer was no, this would be the time where I need to discuss and figure out what I need to change. So for whatever reason, this just kind of popped into my head, um, some advice that I had received from a mentor years ago, and that was that enthusiasm will always win over talent and environment always wins over everything. And uh, I mean, A, I think there's a lot to be said for someone who's passionate about what they do. Like you can be talented, but if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to invite people along the journey with you, right? Because if you're passionate about it, you want them to be there with you and to experience it and to find joy in it in the same way that you do. Um, But also this goes back to how much of a product of our environments we are. And you need the right environment in order to thrive and be successful. So if I'm struggling, maybe there is something wrong with the environment that I'm in. Well, let's be real. The problem with my environment is my corporate job. Um, It's not a great environment for me and it's an environment that I don't thrive in. But my entrepreneurial environment is great and really super supportive, and that's why I'm thriving there. Um, So it may come down to whether you're in an environment that actually serves you. Um, And if you're not in that kind of environment, maybe it's time to raise the necessity level so that you make that a priority to find the right supportive environment. Um, So now that I've kind of established I need to raise the necessity behind my why. I need to, you know, create this environment that serves me. But okay, that's all fine and well, and I've established what that's going to look like for me. But why do I feel like I'm still struggling to take action? Why does it feel so dang hard in the middle of these growth seasons to call our shots? Well, because if I call my shot, it's real. And that means I'm going for it, right? And I think that that's something that holds us all back is that we're all afraid to call our shots for fear of the unknown and what's coming next and how we're going to make it work. Um, So for me, when I call my shot, I need the accountability. And if I don't think that I have that accountability lined up, it can be really hard for me to actually call my shot. So then as I continue to work through this, I realize something else. And what I realized in this particular pivotal moment for myself is that it's not so much that I'm struggling to take action, it's that I'm actively choosing not to take action. And for me, that stems from this gut feeling because I have learned to trust my gut feelings so much and I know that my gut is never wrong. And my gut is telling me that the answer is clear that I'm ready to step into this entrepreneurial journey and go all in and go for it. And I'm struggling because I don't feel financially stable enough to be ready to do that just yet. And I feel trapped by my lack of income. But my gut is telling me so strongly what I should do. And my head is telling me, you're not at that point yet. So this is where this feels exceptionally messy to me right now. Um, And While I continue to work really hard to reframe that narrative and I'm working really hard on dismantling these limiting beliefs around money, while I do that, point blank, I'm uncomfortable and I'm sitting in this uncomfortable headspace that is affecting my physical and mental and emotional and spiritual well-being and my stress levels daily. And I guess I'm just coming to this realization 
over the last week, like the more I've talked about it, the more I've journaled about it, as I'm telling you guys about it, that I'm going to be in this growth season for a little while. Like this is not one of those growth seasons that's going to disappear quickly. And I think that that's something that we all need to acknowledge that growth seasons and transition seasons, they can last months. They can last a couple years. Like these are not things that happen quickly. Like you are in this for the long haul and it's a learning adventure and it's going to happen. And yeah, it's just, it's more than just, all right, I went through this growth thing or, oh, I went through this transition and it was fine. No, there's a lot of work that goes along with it. And it's going to take months and months of showing up continuously. And I think that with that comes this level of, we have to have some level of acceptance around the fact that we're going to sit in this discomfort for a while, right? So now what do I do to move forward? Well, I need to figure out how to stay focused on my why, how to take action, but also how to manage the stress associated with the uncertainty that I'm going to be living in for the next however many months while I work through this transition from corporate to entrepreneurship. Because ultimately, although I'm at this pivotal moment and part of me wants it to happen sooner rather than later, even if it takes longer, that's still where I'm heading. That's still my path. That's still my path forward. It's just a matter of time, right? And um, what time looks like for me could look completely different for someone else based on their environment, their circumstances, their circle of influence, et cetera, right? So for me, I made a list of what brings me joy, makes me feel calm, balanced, alive, happy, grounded. And um, these are the things that, the little things, just the littlest things that are going to help me go keep going right now. And for me, that would be my morning coffee, making time to read every day, writing, whether that's journaling, a blog post, working on the book that I really want to write for you guys, whether that's helping others to uncover their own potential, like that lights me up. Um, Meditating, long walks outside, weightlifting, recently yoga, and cooking. Those are the things that make me truly happy. So which of these are really kind of missing from my life right now? Like that was my next step. How do I identify the things that are missing next? Well, I'm not really getting on a lot of walks outside. Um, I've been really bad about making time for exercise and specifically weightlifting. Um, I'm not writing as much as I was. And I haven't really been making a lot of time for cooking, which is honestly stressing me out during the week. So I don't know why I'm not making time for it because that's how I stay on track during the week. So all this to say, I've realized that I need to be more intentional about pulling the things that bring me joy back into my day-to-day life and making space for the things that make me feel joy and calm and balanced and alive and happy and grounded because that's how I keep going even when it feels hard. I'm far from out of this. And so I know for me personally, journaling is going to be key. And I know that there are a lot of you that journaling is not your thing and that's okay. We all have our thing. Um, But this is going to help me stay focused and clear on my why. And my why is you guys. It's the millennials that can benefit as a byproduct of what I'm going through. Me going on this journey and starting this community is for you guys. And this is how I want to help serve our generation is by bringing us together to realize 
that we can do this together. Um, you know, I saw a fellow bloggers in Sister a few days ago, and it was one of those like comment boxes, and it said, "Describe millennials in one word." And the first mo- word that came to mind for me was resilient. Our generation is so freaking resilient. We have navigated 100% of our hardest days, and this growth and transition season that I'm in will come and go just like the rest. And your next growth and transition season will come and go just like the rest. But you know what? another one's going to come along. And every time we're going to get a little bit better at navigating that. So in some ways, I guess today's episode is kind of like my verbal journal entry for the week. It's my personal reminder to keep going. And I hope that in some ways it serves as a reminder to you to keep going as well. And that you're never alone, even when you feel like you are. So to recap real quick, first, you want to get clear on where you're at. Then you want to refocus in on your why or your goal. Next, you want to identify what you need to take action. After that, you want to check your environment. Then you want to call your shot. And from there, you're going to identify a plan to manage your stress while you work through the uncertain season. And finally, you're going to keep going. All right, friends. Well, thanks for hanging with me. As we head into April, we're going to be shifting our focus to um, all things productivity and organization and answering so many of the questions that you guys have been sending DMs about. So uh, I can't wait to get started on the next chapter in our journey together. And until next week, friends, I will see you right back here, same time, same place. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. But I want to take a moment to celebrate the fact that you showed up and put in the work, even if it felt hard. Growth doesn't always feel good, but it sure does mean you're leveling up in life. For show notes, blog posts, downloadable resources, and more, head on over to butwhatifyoudidpod.com and be sure to join our But What If You Did community insiders so that you never miss an update. Just scroll to the bottom of the screen and sign up for free. And if you vibed with this episode, I would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what vibed with you. This is the best way to help the podcast grow and I just love hearing how the pod is resonating with you. Simply take a screenshot of your review and send it to hello at allisonpalank.com. That's hello at A-L-Y-S-O-N-P-A-L-L-A-N-C-K.com and I'll send you my exclusive Life Lessons Roadmap for Surviving 2021 Workbook as a thank you. See you soon.